Someone lost a mother, a husband, a son, a friend, a sister. And people of God, what are we doing about it? Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Um, This episode surely will be a challenge and a charge for all that are listening, um, for all that are um, considered the children of God that are a part of the church. So, Hold on, stay tuned to the remainder of this episode because we're going to get into some stuff. Um, Normally, I would have a black spotlight um, at the beginning of the show, but I'm going to move that towards the end of the show um, just to connect our topic to some resources. Is that all right? Um, before we get into it, I want to remind all listeners, those that are new, welcome to the show. Those that are returning, welcome back. Um, we have a function on unassociated.com slash askkendra is a function that everyone can use in order to write in uh, topics of discussion or questions that they have regarding faith, regarding life. Um, there, there are, um, a lot of episodes that were inspired by questions that was written in by, yes, you, the viewers and the listeners. So if that's you and you have a topic of discussion that you would like to um, be discussed on the show or a question that you would like answered on the show, please visit www.unassociated.com slash askkendra for more information. Okay, so... Everyone, um, today my heart is heavy. My heart is filled with grief, disappointment, frustration, anger, a lot of things. Um, I, like a lot of us in this country, is tired Tired of the hatred, tired of the racism, tired of people feeling so big, so powerful that they have convinced themselves that it is their right to take the lives of others just because they are different than them. Y'all bear with me. Um, Bear with me. This past weekend, May 14th, in Buffalo, New York, an 18-year-old drove four hours from his hometown to Buffalo, New York, in a predominantly 
African-American community and killed 10 people, injuring three others. 18 years old. This young man, prior to prior to his massacre, had a history of white supremacist support on his social media, posting obvious support for other mass shooters, white supremacist ideologies and doctrine was a firm believer of there's this there's this theory called the replacement theory where a lot of white supremacists believe that non-black um people people of color are replacing white people by the droves and that um people of color are going to take over whiteness take over white supremacy and push white people out that then Soon they will become the minority. And in order to stop this replacement, it is the duty of white supremacists. It is the duty of those filled with hatred to lower the numbers of people of color by way of massacre. This young man drove four hours deliberately and strategically planned a mass murder on innocent people. At the Topps grocery store in Buffalo, New York, the 18-year-old arrived with lethal weapons, weapons only fit and suited for military use wore a body camera in front of him as if he was in a Call of Duty video game and start gunning people down in the parking lot, making his way into the store as he searched for victims, black folks, that he wanted to take down Because in his mind, in order for him to feel king, in order for him to feel supreme, in order for him to feel great and valued, he thought he'd have to take someone's life for it. And not just anyone's life, but the life of black folks. The life of people that looked different than he did. And the thing about it was he wasn't planning on stopping at Topps grocery store. The police later found found out that this young man planned to continue his massacre by driving through the neighborhoods that surrounded the grocery store and to continue killing black folks. Y'all, this has to stop. This has to stop. And it should never get to a point to where tragedy, trauma, 
Like this should be normalized. This needs to stop. 10 people were killed at two in the afternoon going to the grocery store. <clears throat> Imagine going to whatever your local grocery store is, Winco, Ralph's, um, Safeway, Walmart. And to your surprise, there's a gunman. Those that were killed, Roberta Dury, 32 years old. Margus Morrison, 52 years old. Andre McNeil, 53 years old. Aaron Slater, 55. Geraldine Talley, 62. Celestine Cheney, 65, Hayward Patterson, 67, Catherine Massey, 72, Pearl Young, 77, Ruth Whitfield, 86, Zaire Goodman, 20 years old, Jennifer Warrington, 50, Christopher Brandon, 55 years old, These folks were attacked by a senseless act of hatred. Imagine the level of trauma and surprise that these folks, spouses, children, neighbors, friends, and loved ones had to endure getting the news that their loved one was gunned down. Aaron Slater was a retired police officer from the Buffalo Police Department. He was working security the day of the shooting. This man took on the gunman to stop him. In result, he was slain from his act of heroism. Hayward Patterson, his wife, said to reporters that if it wasn't for God, that she would have malice in her heart because God teaches us to forgive. That is the ultimate act of forgiveness. When you think about someone taking the life of your husband, your child, your friend, and you being charged to forgive, It can't be easy. It can't be easy.
Catherine Massey, 72 years old. She was a, a civil rights activist in her area. And not only was she a civil rights activist, this woman was fighting for federal regulations on firearms for this very reason. It's easier to get a firearm in America than it is to get a driver's license. Than it is to get money for school. It's easier to get a firearm. Where and why are people able to get militant firearms, weapons, in America. Why? Y'all, this has to stop. It has to stop. And people of God, I'm calling us to action. Hear me when I say I am calling us to action. Because we can't sit silent on this. We can't turn on the news and say, oh, it's another mass shooting. Praying for those people and then go on with our lives. No, we need to stop. Whatever you're doing, I know we all busy, but this right here, we have to stop and we can't sit silent. Dr. Martin Luther King said in one of his most famous quotes, and it reads, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Think about that. We're not going to remember the words of our enemies, but we will remember the silence of our friends. For those I'm calling to the body of Christ, I'm calling the church. We cannot sit silent on this. I don't care if you are black. I don't care if you are Latino. I don't care if you are white. I don't care if you are um, Peruvian. I don't, I don't care. We cannot sit silent on this. We can't. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17 says, Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. This is what the word of God says. I'm going to read it one more time. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless plead for the widow people of god we can't sit silent on this one we can't we have to call a thing a thing we have to call a thing a thing it's time out for blaming mental health um diseases on, on these on these people that are operating in, in, in white supremacy time out for that 
We're not doing that. I was watching the news and this 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 uh, news correspondent said, well, possibly is it is it possible that he has a mental health issue that, you know, his brain isn't fully developed enough. His brain was fully developed enough to strategize a planned massacre. His brain was fully developed enough to take armed guns. His brain was fully developed enough to get four hours from his hometown to Buffalo, New York. His brain was fully developed enough to put a body camera on and to shoot intended black folks down. His brain was developed enough to be influenced by this ideology. We have to call a thing a thing. And the thing about it is, and this is why I'm not buying the whole mental health thing. This man, this young man in 2020 got caught up in planning a massacre at his high school. He was taken in into wherever to get a mental health psychological examination. And the experts deemed him okay. So they let him go. There's your mental health check. And I'm by no means am downing mental health illness. Not at all. But this is not a case of mental health. This is a case of demonic forces. This is a case of somebody with the devil in them. This is a case of hatred. This is a case of white supremacy. And I'm not attacking white people as individuals. I'm attacking white supremacy as a structure. I'm attacking the spirit and rebuking the spirit that is attached to the supremacy. We have to call a thing a thing. Why? These are not isolated incidents. The Kenosha shooting in 2021. The Charleston Church shooting in 2015. The North Coffee Western arson in 2020. Police killings. And police killed 164 black people in the first eight months of 2020. This is a spirit. This is a demonic attack. This is no mental health. That's a distraction. This is no, well, um, a case of bad apples. That's a distraction. We have to call a thing a thing. We have to call out the spirit of hatred. It's a spirit of murder. It's a spirit of division. It's a spirit of pride. And it's a spirit of supremacy. We have to call it out. Because in order for us to be able to fight people of God, people of God, listen closely. In order for us to be effective, we cannot be distracted. In order for us to be effective, we cannot afford to be distracted. We can't be distracted in being uncomfortable with conversations of race we can't be distracted and labeling these demonic forces with mental health 
That's a demon. We can't be distracted by turning by turning the, the channel because it makes us feel uncomfortable. We can't be distracted by saying, oh, well, I didn't know. So sorry for those people. We can't do that. We have been called to action. Listen what Jeremiah 1 and 17, I'm going to read it again. And it says, learn to do good. Seek justice. It didn't say have pity. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widows. How many mothers and fathers and children were taken? I can't even begin to go on and on for hundreds of years, and not even just in the United States, but all over the world. White supremacy, anti-Semitism, whatever it is, all these extremists but just consider the 10 right now someone lost a mother a husband a son a friend a sister and people of God what are we doing about it what are we doing about it church We need to pray and not stop praying. We need to speak truth and not be silent. And for all of my non-black brothers and sisters, we need to listen even when it gets uncomfortable. I won't deny the fact that it gets uncomfortable for a lot of non-black folks to sit and listen to our grievances that's the privilege that a lot of people have to say oh too bad for them i'm just going to turn away from it i'm just going to look the other way i'm just going to turn the tv off because i don't want to deal with it because it makes me uncomfortable it makes me sad but the reality is a lot of us black americans Black folks within the and within the diaspora, we don't have the opportunity to look away because this is our reality. This is our life. We have to pray that God cover us as our black men go to work, drive down the street. We have to pray a covering over our house. Because we never know who's going to come in. And how many times have police came in to a non-threatening situation and took the lives? How many don't even have to be policemen. Be coming into a non-threatening situation and taking the lives of innocent people. We have to do something. We can't stay silent. Even if you say, Kendra, I don't, I don't really know what to do. Let's start talking about it. Let's start a conversation about these things. 
Let's pray. We have to continue to pray. We have to continue to speak up for what is right. We can't continue to to reinforce people want gun rights. I get it. But there needs to be restrictions, tighter restrictions, because more than gun rights, and I'm not here to preach politics, people want to live. People want to live. For those that want to support the victims of the Buffalo massacre, here's our spotlight for the week. Head on over to www.voicebuffalo.org. Voice Buffalo is an organization in Buffalo, New York. They are working to overcome the history of abuse and criminal justice processing to ensure that the law enforcement and criminal corrections are equitable for all. To donate, head on over to www.voicebuffalo.org slash donate. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for another day. We thank you for your goodness, even when there is tragedy. God, I'm praying for the victims of this mass shooting and those that are have been victimized from other mass shootings been victims of hatred. God, I pray that you give us comfort, even when we're confused when we don't know when or why or how this could be happening. God, give us comfort. God, I pray that you lead us to church to advocate and to be strong and to be bold in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I pray that you give us wisdom and give us creativity on how to fight this in the spirit and in the natural. God, I pray for your wisdom. I pray for your covering. God, protect us, God, as we go to and fro. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next time, beautiful people, be blessed.